1: 18 plus. We got to talk about the Colts. Colts are one month, likely exactly one month away from training camp opening, and we finally get to see what this team might be. Some skepticism has been well earned, and I don't mean to be negative about the Colts. I'm really hopeful about the Colts, but we got to talk about them in realistic terms. You deserve that. You deserve me saying, Look, this is a team that could win some games, but they're coming off 4-12-1. This is a general manager who, over six years, has put together losing teams four times. Well, non-playoff teams four times, to be more specific and more accurate. Twice gone to the playoffs. Once won a playoff game. Has never won more than one playoff game. And this year, hopefully... They got this thing back on the track, but we got to talk about it honestly, or what are we doing? And, and more than that, you have to do that. You have to be honest about this team, and you have to be skeptical about this franchise. Hope is fine, but they have to be held accountable. And that starts with Jim Ursay as the owner of this team. Where does Jim Ursay rank among owners in terms of being realistic with his franchise, and not just realistic – But looking at his franchise, not just as a family kind of milk cow, but as a team that he needs to shepherd to win, where does he rank? That's a good question. One of the Pacers, just drafted, is going to play overseas and continue to develop his skill set there rather than join the Pacers. We're going to talk about that. And then a product from Hamilton Southeastern High School just up the road here has committed to Indiana University and their women's basketball program for the 25-26 season. She becoming a junior at Hamilton Southeastern Cubs. They split in London in that London series. We'll talk just a little bit about the Cubs. This is Breakfast with Kent for Monday, June 26, 2023. Brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Johnson's Plumbing is where the pros go to get their pipes fixed. Call Jared Johnson at 765-610-8809. And by pros, I mean people who know how to hire someone. You got a chance to hire greatness? You hire greatness is what, what you do. All right, smash that subscribe button, punch the like button, hit that bell icon so you get an alert every time we go live. And if you want to make a super thanks, you make a super thanks, you're super welcome. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts and what you are owed from me coming off four twelve and one Look, that can't be ignored. It can't be seen as some kind of anomaly. It's not. Under Chris Ballard, you have had a different starting quarterback in the opener every single season. Every one of them. That's unsustainable. It's crazy. Tolzien... Brissett, Luck, Rivers, Wentz, Ryan, now Richardson. Did I miss anybody? I may have missed one. Richardson may end all of that and be the guy who can be the starting quarterback for the Colts for a long time, and he may wind up being a Pro Bowl quarterback, one of the top five quarterbacks, maybe top three in the AFC. That would be an outstanding return on investment for the fourth overall pick. But we don't know that that's going to be the case. And we need to respond to the Colts' mediocrity, consistent mediocrity, with some skepticism. Because if we don't hold them accountable, if we don't hold the Colts accountable, if we go into every offseason and say, it's right around the corner, my God, this team is on the precipice of greatness every single season, they have no motivation to change. And they need to be motivated to change in order to change. The pain of change has to be outweighed by the pain of the status quo for change to occur. So you've got to help them along in that effort. If the fans, if the consumers, if the people who make that wheel go on West 56th Street, if the people who are funneling dollars to that franchise continue to not hold the franchise accountable, they're never going to change you got to do it. You look at a fan base like the Bears. The Bears fan base is the worst in the NFL. They continue to come back and come back and come back and come back despite the fact that they should know for a certainty that that team has no interest in winning whatsoever. They have interest in money. That's what they want. That's the goal line for the Chicago Bears and the McCaskey family. It's about cash. It's not about wins and losses. The only reason to win is to make the money wheel spin faster. And in Chicago, you can't make it faster because the fan base refuses to hold the ownership accountable. Here, it's a little bit different. So I'm asked, and and I'm asked in equal parts. So I feel like I'm pretty fair.
0: That's chumbacasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. BTW report avoid.
1: We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're, po- you're too positive. Why are you so positive? Why are you so hopeful? And why are you so negative? You drive me crazy with your negativity. I get about half and half in the comments. So I feel like I must be pretty much right down the middle, and that's a good place to be. I feel good about that. I feel like I'm doing you a service by talking about Anthony Richardson In the way that we do, and I feel like, you know, Jonathan Taylor. Look, Jonathan Taylor is great, but last year, his hurt. He had the high ankle. What are we supposed to expect? Michael Pittman Jr. Look, 99 catches and under 1,000 yards. That's almost unheard of in the NFL for a wide receiver. The constant revolving door of quarterback. What kind of managerial malpractice is this? How, and I'll bring it to this year. Because I think the quarterback problem has been fixed. How about the quarterback situation? You send out Stephon Gilmore, so you kill any chance of depth at the position, and then Isaiah Rogers does the dumbass thing of, of gambling, it would seem. He's being investigated for it, and investigated for gambling not just on the NFL, but betting on the Colts. That's the investigation, and if he did that, it's Adios Muchacho, and you got two rookies, if not Dallas Flowers. You feel good about Dallas Flowers playing cornerback? You got two rookies playing cor- cor- Darius Rush, and Juju Brents, if Juju Brents can get healthy. Who's gonna play cornerback with Stefan Gilmore playing cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys? Accountability needs to be asserted in that situation because you gotta cover people in today's NFL. And the Colts, they might be able to, but there's no evidence on the books that would suggest they will. Accountability needs to be asserted there because what you've got, again, managerial malpractice. And this comes down to Chris Ballard drafting Quincy Wilson in the second round and also Rocky Seen in the second round. Two guys who were not fast at the cornerback position and could not outrun their mistakes. And it looks like Juju Brent's a little bit similar in his skill set and in his lack of vertical speed. So you hold people accountable. It's what I would hope you would expect of me. That's a good thing. I would hope you would expect it from media in Indianapolis. You want that kind of skepticism. You don't want just rampant optimism, just silly positive blather like they get in Chicago about the Bears, because Bears fans don't want to hear the negativity. Bears fans are weak. You, as Colts fans, are not weak, I hope. Uh, As we talk, we're going to talk about Jim Ursay in a second. Dan Snyder, the the vote on whether Dan Snyder is going to be able to sell his Washington Commanders to uh, the Harris group is going to come July 20th. If I'm an owner, I'm voting against it. Because I want Dan Snyder in the NFL. I want to compete against Dan Snyder forever. For as long as he's living, I want to compete against him as an owner running a franchise because he can't do it well enough to bring a winning football team to Washington, DC. I want the I want 31 terribly inconsistent competitive owners and me to be the consistent guy. That's what I want if I'm an owner. And Dan Snyder is a terrible owner where it comes to building a winner. Jim Ursay is not. Jim Ursay, I would rank in the top 10 among NFL owners in this way. He wants to win. He wants to make money. This is how his family makes money. But he also wants to win. And winning is important. Winning's got to be important to an owner in order for winning to occur. The owner sets the tone. The owner is, is the person who says, we need to win now. All we do needs to push us toward our ultimate goal of a championship. And I think Jim Ursay, while being a very astute businessman and uh, an underrated businessman, I think Jim Ursay wants to win as much as any owner in the NFL. And, and so I think Indianapolis has actually piloted the Colts franchise by an owner that I think that fans can kind of embrace as somebody who at least wants to win. And, and I'm telling you that there are owners in the NFL, sure, they want to win, but are they willing to do what's necessary in order to win? No. What they're in this for is cash. That's what they do. That's why they buy NFL teams. That's why they continue to own NFL teams rather than sell them for multiple billion dollars. Um, Pace's draft, number 47's going overseas. All right, that's the way it goes. Um, Gunplay, and and that's not a bad thing. The guy they took 47th, we don't know this guy. We have no idea who he is. He was a teammate of Victor Wembenyama. But we don't know him. And so him staying over in France and playing basketball, that's fine. I'm not worried about it. As long as they got the guys who can move the needle here, that's the key. Jairus Walker is really chief and foremost that guy. Going to start at the four in all likelihood. He, Turner, I hope Matherin. I I hope Matherin's at the the two and, and Heald's at the three. And then you've got Tyrese Halliburton at the one. I think that that's a playoff starting lineup. We'll see what Jarius Walker is and, and how he plays at the four. They got depth at the four, so we'll see with Jer- uh, you know, Jalen Smith, and and also Isaiah Jackson. You got some depth. We'll see. You know, you you've had opportunities to build at that position. Has Kevin Pritchard gotten any of these three correct? We'll find out. Uh, the Cubs split in London. Uh, thank goodness for Tim Kirchhen. This was terrible broadcasting. ESPN has got to get its collective head out of its ass. Or, or what are we doing? My God almighty. A-Rod throughout the game says, you don't want to hear from us. You want to hear from the players. I'm telling you as somebody who has spoken to the players, you do not want to hear from them. I don't want to hear from Ian Hap, uh, mic'd up in left field. I don't want to hear from the coaches. I think the most insipid thing that the networks do is insist upon asking managers in baseball, coaches in basketball, questions during the game. I think it's ridiculous. We get nothing of substance out of those interviews, nothing for us that is valuable. Zero. Stop doing it. And I... Hey rod if you've got nothing to say that we need to hear, take off your microphone and go the hell home. If you don't think that what you're sharing with us is of value, then leave. Here's what we need from a play-by-play and analyst pairing. We need companionship and we need insight. Because let's face it, if we're listening to you, we're not in a sports bar with friends, We're sitting at home. We're likely by ourselves because our wives aren't watching a lot of baseball. And we need somebody to kind of, you know, talk to us. And we can kind of talk back to you. Say interesting things. Tell us what's going on. Give us a little bit of insight. Let's go. Can we do that? Can you bring that to us, ESPN? Can you bring that to us, Fox? It's all I need. Just give us that. Uh, but the Cubs split. Kirchin does that at a high level. Uh, Maya Michalewski, she committed to IU on Saturday. She is a class of 2025 basketball player who's going to play for Terry Morin's Lady Hoosiers. Excellent. Great signing. This is a wonderful kid. Taught this kid. Uh, she is wonderful. She comes from a terrific family. Her sister Riley is going to be a freshman at Butler She's wonderful, and Maya's terrific, Maya's 6'3", Maya can shoot, all good. Good for Terry Morin to go get uh, Maya Makalewski from Hamilton Southeastern being very, very well coached by the great Brian Satterfield. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we, on this glorious Monday. The severe weather is out of the area. Johnson County, it's all going to be okay. Could have been worse. Tim O'Malley. One of the great improvisers of all time, celebrating a birthday. Uh, Ryan Gadiel, happy birthday. The great Mike Foster, one of the finest uh, defensive players in the history of New Albany soccer, celebrating a birthday. Accountant to the stars, Kirk Fosnaw, celebrating a birthday. Angie Kucharski, happy birthday. Michael Neal, Angela Chad, Barry Carver, and the great John Livengood, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate... Someone else. You lift someone else. That is best done with an honest and specific compliment. Be good to each other. All we need is right here. It's within each of us. You help each other have a better day. We're all going to feel better about what we're doing and how we're doing it. All right. What I'm doing, 707, talking on WGCL Radio in Bloomington until nine o'clock. You can join online at WGCLRadio.com. Click to listen. We'll be back around 4 o'clock, maybe a little bit earlier, talking about what goes on today in sports inside Indiana Sports Now. We'll talk to you then. Have We're going to have a great week, talk to you later today, and we're going to continue stacking wonderful days. Until, that's how you do it. You stack seven great days, you look back, you call it a great week.